Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study, only about 13 minutes, but every day, seven days a week. It keeps us in God's Word and thereby helps us to stay strong in our faith and even grow stronger because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. It also helps keep us focused on our relationship with God and upon our spiritual lives, better able to deal with life every day, having a more positive spiritual focus. Well, you know people in your life who need to change their focus, don't you? Help them by sharing these short studies with them every day through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. You may help somebody turn their life around and get to heaven. What a great blessing for them but it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to come to this week's conclusion of our line of thought and study, asking the question, are you neglecting your salvation? Very personal question, very important question. In fact, perhaps the most important question to begin with. Because the one that should follow this, if we come to that understanding, I am neglecting my salvation, then the next question should be, what must I do to change that? What must I do to be saved? Well, I said this is going to be the conclusion of this section of our study, but we're going to continue on next time looking at some other ways that we might be neglecting our salvation. The Hebrews writer wrote in Hebrews chapter 2 and verses 1 through 3 that we need to be diligent. We need to pay attention. He says, therefore, we must give the more earnest heed to the things we have heard. So we need to give diligent attention. He goes on and says, lest we drift away. We don't want to drift away from God by not giving proper attention to what we've been taught about Christianity, about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, about God our Father, about our salvation. He goes on in verse 2 and he says, for if the word spoken through angels, that is God's word, proved steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? What's that? How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? Oh, my. You see, we need to be careful that we're not neglecting our salvation. Are you neglecting your salvation? Don't just answer in a knee-jerk fashion. Really exercise self-examination. Are you giving the proper attention to your eternal destiny? Nothing matters but getting to heaven. And if you're not heading there, don't expect to take anybody with you to heaven because you're not going there yourself. Are you neglecting your salvation? We've asked the initial question, are you neglecting your salvation by not coming to Jesus? He is your Savior, your only Savior. In Acts chapter 4 and verse 12, 
nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Jesus said in John chapter 14 and verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Have you come to Jesus for salvation? Repenting of your sins, as he said you must do in Luke chapter 13 and verse 3, and again in verse 5? Have you confessed your faith in him openly? Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10, as being God's Son and your Lord and Savior? Have you surrendered to him in baptism, being immersed in the waters of baptism so that the blood that he shed on the cross could cleanse you of the guilt of your sins, Acts 22 and verse 16, and bring you into Christ, Romans 6 and verse 3, wherein is salvation, Mark 16, verses 15 and 16, and 1 Peter 3 and verse 21, baptism doth also now save us. Have you neglected your salvation by not coming to Christ in these ways? Then we expanded. We talked about maybe you have become a Christian. Maybe you've come to, to, to Christ through baptism through faith, through repentance, through confession of your faith, through obedience. Maybe you've been baptized into Christ, but somewhere along the line, you stopped paying proper attention to your faithfulness to Jesus. And so you became weak spiritually. You've neglected your faithfulness. Are you in God's word on a regular basis? 2 Timothy 2 verse 15 says to study or be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing or handling correctly the word of truth, God's word. Are you in God's word regularly? I'm not talking about once every now and then. I'm talking about diligently, continually, daily, if at all possible. Peter wrote in 1 Peter 2 and verse 2, that we should desire the sincere milk of the word that we may grow thereby. And in chapter 3 and verse 15, he said we need to know God's word well enough that we know what we believe and why we believe it and we can tell other people about that. We need to grow in the knowledge of God's word, Colossians 1 verses 9 and 10. And how do we do that? We stay in God's word. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, beginning with verse 15, notice the importance of God's word by way of three applications. First, Paul writes to Timothy, and he says that from childhood you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. Well, again, where does faith come from? How does it develop within me individually, personally? Through the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. What does Paul say here to Timothy? You came to salvation through your knowledge of the scriptures, which brought you to faith in Christ Jesus. Then he goes on. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. So we're not talking about some good ideas that men wrote down. They thought them up out of their own head. But we're talking about 
They were guided by God through the Holy Spirit to write what they wrote so that they would get it correct. It would be God's very word, and that's what is meant by all Scripture is given by inspiration of God. It is God-breathed, God's very word, and it is profitable. For what? For doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. So God's word leads us to faith in Christ, and that leads us to obedience as we're baptized into him for salvation. And God's word continues to teach us God's will for our lives, how to live a faithful Christian life once we have come to salvation in Christ. And then verse 17, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. God's word continues to teach us how to actively serve him according to his will in good works. As a Christian, dedicated, faithful, diligent. So God's word guides us to salvation in Christ. God's word continues to teach us God's will for our lives. And God's word equips us to be able to recognize the good works that God wants us to do in service to him as his faithful followers. Are you neglecting your salvation by not being in God's word as you should? Not being as diligent as you need to be? When we look at 1 Peter, or, I'm sorry, 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 10 and 11, Peter wrote, Therefore, brethren, be even more diligent. Now, why would he say that? Well, if you go back to verse 5 in this immediate context of Scripture, he says, for this very reason, giving all diligence. Giving all diligence to, to do what? Add to your faith virtue to virtue knowledge. To knowledge self-control, to self-control, perseverance, to perseverance, godliness, to godliness, brotherly kindness, to brotherly kindness, love. How do we know about all those things? How do we learn about them? To grow, We have to grow in our knowledge of God's word. For if these things are yours and abound, you will be neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he who lacks these things is short-sighted even to blindness and has forgotten that he was cleansed from his own sins, from his old sins. See, neglected his salvation by not staying in God's word sufficient to keep growing in his faith. And then verse 10, therefore, brethren, be even more diligent to make your call and election sure. And that's talking about your salvation. For if you do these things, you will never stumble. For so an entrance will be supplied to you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You'll be in heaven. But you need to be diligent. You need to not neglect your salvation. You need to not drift away. Once again, think about that person. He gets in a boat, he goes out, say, a hundred yards from shore. He's in an open sea. 
He, sh- he fishes for a while. He gets kind of tired. He puts his pole down in the boat. He lays back, puts his head back, and before he knows it, he drifts off into sleep. Sometime later, he suddenly wakes up. He doesn't know how long he's been asleep. But he sits up in the boat. He looks around, and there is no sign of the shoreline whatsoever. He's in open water. He doesn't know where he is. He doesn't know which direction to go to get back to the shoreline because he has drifted away with the current, drifted away from safety. And he needs to find the right way so that he can come back to salvation on the shoreline. Are you neglecting your soul's salvation? Are you drifting away? Let's pray that you can correct that and that you can be an example to others who need to correct their drifting away, their neglecting their soul's salvation. Father in heaven, please help people to open their eyes and come to the reality of their need to stop neglecting their salvation, but to give the proper diligence to stay in your word and to continue to walk with you, not just in belief, but in faithfulness, obedience, service, dedication, commitment. Please, Father, guide us all to not neglect our salvation. And if we have been neglecting it, to wake up and come back to you, Father, in full faithfulness. Please forgive us, gracious Father. And we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.